Things are not looking good for President Donald Trump's reelection chances. Joe Biden is inching forward, and it does seem like he is moments away from being declared the victor. Now, we still do not have an official call, and there is still a possibility that Donald Trump can win. But it is seeming very slim. Democrats are already basically declaring victory. Many pundits, even conservative ones, are starting to say it looks like Donald Trump is out. And you know what? If he is, well, then congrats to Joe Biden. For the most part, we're seeing a more tame response from conservatives saying we want to make sure every legal vote gets counted and illegal votes are not. So there very likely will be audits and some kind of legal action. Donald Trump still does have a path to victory, but it's looking like the vote is not in his favor. However, somehow, I I don't, don't ask me how, in 2016, we got endless videos of the left freaking out, crying, having crying, having temper tantrums, rioting. And many people thought that if Donald Trump won, we'd get the same thing. Yet somehow, even though we are seeing every reason to believe Donald Trump is going to lose, they're still freaking out. In a post-election family meeting, one Democrat started crying on the phone call, having lost her house seat. Moderate Democrats are freaking out, yelling at the far left, saying, you cost us these House seats. I think this election was a repudiation of the culture war. I think many people were saying, we don't want your far left garbage, and we don't like Donald Trump's attitude. So they elected Republican House uh, candidates. They voted for Republican senators. Uh, It looks like Republicans are on track to keep the Senate. And they said, of the far left, we don't want you. And they said of Donald Trump as well. Now, Donald Trump did make tremendous gains in many of these places where House candidates, Republican candidates defeated their Democrat rivals. Trump actually did very well. So it's not so easy to say exactly what happened. But I do believe a lot of people went out and voted against Trump because of Trump's character. With that being said, there is still a good reason why Donald Trump shouldn't just concede outright. They're saying they have evidence of voter fraud in Nevada because they cross-referenced change of address, uh, I guess, files and people who voted in the state. If they've got evidence, it needs to be brought forward. Listen, I endured years of Russiagate and Ukraine gate. I reported on it fairly. I said, let's see what the evidence brings us. I can at least and so can you give a few months to make sure that whatever ends up happening, we have a clean transition of power and everyone respects the the results. Trump supporters, for the most part, are likely going to be disappointed. Some may be angry, but for some reason, the left is still rioting. Surprise, surprise. In Portland, the governor finally calls in the National Guard to deal with the rioters. But maybe this is the end of some kind of culture war Trump era. Or maybe maybe it's just the beginning and whatever Trump is will carry on. You see, the Lincoln Project and many conservatives like, well, never Trumpers, I guess, are saying now begins the era of Trumpism. Yes, we're starting to see signs of what's to come. And I just, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It'll never end, will it? You thought, Biden voters, you could vote away Donald Trump. No, nay, I say, they've already decided that Donald Trump will be immortalized in the idea of Trumpism, which I have no idea what that is. 
but that's the big threat. The Lincoln Project is already ramping up. So my friends, I bring you now into the world of chaos that is our political reality. Whether Trump stays or goes is irrelevant. You cannot escape for things have only just begun, my friends. The roller coaster still has many more loops before you can get off if you can. I bring you the first story about Democrats breaking down and crying on the phone as a meeting descends into chaos. But before we get started, head over to TimCast.com slash donate if you would like to support my work. There are many ways you can give. There's a P.O. box if you want to send me stuff. But the best thing you can do is share this video. If you really want to support my work and you think what I'm saying and presenting to you is rational and reasonable and you think I do a good job, sharing is the best way to actually help. Seriously, I know I say it all the time, but I really mean it. If you just you know copy the link, click share, whatever, it seriously helps. And if everybody did it, why, I'd be bigger than the mainstream media. But maybe I don't deserve your shares. At the very least, you can like, subscribe at the notification bell. And let's read about, from the Hill, Democrats' post-election family meeting descends into chaos. Moderate House Democrats lashed out at their liberal colleagues Thursday, using a marathon caucus-wide conference call to bash progressives for advancing an agenda that the centrists said cost the party a number of seats in Tuesday's election. An impassioned Abigail Spanberger, who squeaked to victory in central Virginia, took liberals to no, 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 liberals took liberals to task for promoting the policy of redirecting funds away from the police departments, an idea that took off following the death of George Floyd May, and that Republicans used on the campaign trail to hammer Democrats with charges of nurturing crime. Let me just stop you right there. I the last election I voted in was Obama. Democrat. And before that was Chicago Democrats. And I don't care to vote anymore, but I'm an independent left leaning individual. I voted for the Republicans this time. And you are correct, Abigail, because of the insanity of the far left, notably the riots. Now I'm a gun owner and I don't want Joe Biden or anyone taking them away from me because I've seen what happens when you guys are given the reins of power. So you've made a lot of people convert to the right and you've made a lot of people question the integrity and the ability of the Democratic Party. But they're correct. Perhaps we will now see the far left get kicked to the curb as well. I do disagree, Abigail, that it was a failure. Speaker Nancy Pelosi interjected. We won the House. Really? You lost how many seats? Eight seats got flipped, but it's a net gain of five for the Republicans. Rep. Mark Vesey, a Democrat of Texas, delivered a similar condemnation, lamenting that the far left's approach to several issues including moving funds away from the police and banning fracking, had given ammunition to GOP attack ads. Vesey said he watched GOP commercial after commercial using video footage of Democrats uttering the words defund the police to great effect. Liberals immediately pushed back on the moderates narrative. These people are not liberals. Stop. I'm a liberal. I've always been a liberal. I am not a far leftist. And thank you to the far leftists who mocking, mockingly deride me as a liberal. Tim's a dumb, spineless liberal. Thank you. Hate me, but hate me for what I am. These people are not liberals. They're progressives and far leftists. Anyway, Progressive Caucus co-chair Pramila Jayapal jumped into the fray and argued that Democrats would not be on the cusp of ousting President Trump from the White House without tremendous energy from the far left. I'm not entirely convinced. We'll see. Caucus chairman Hakeem Jeffries and others repeatedly warned colleagues not to leak information from the post-election private family meeting to reporters, but that didn't stop them from sharing the blow-by-blow details of the marathon two-and-a-half-hour call with The Hill and other media outlets. 
The clash between the ideological wings of the caucus reflects the high levels of frustration among Democrats of all stripes following a demoralizing turn at the polls on Tuesday. Heading into the elections, party leaders had predicted they would pick up seats even in deep red districts won soundly by Trump in 2016. Instead, they saw Republicans knock off at least seven Democratic incumbents. It's eight now. Most of them first term lawmakers who had helped deliver in uh, the party's House majority just two years ago. And as of Thursday afternoon, they'd failed to flip even a single seat held by a Republican incumbent, a trend that defied both their internal polls and most conservative expectations. At one point on the call, Rep. Debbie uh, Muckersell Powell, who lost re-election, cried wow, and lamented that no one could pronounce her name. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm laughing at myself. Mukarsal. I failed to pronounce her name. And then they literally said she lamented that no one could pronounce her name. Now I feel really bad. Man, that's brutal. Yikes. House Democratic leaders rocked by the results said on Thursday's call. They want a postmortem review of the election strategy that led them astray. Rep. Sherry Bustos of Illinois, head of the party's campaign arm who narrowly won re-election, said she was frustrated by bad polling and the loss of good members. But she defended the Democrats' message and tactics, noting that the House remains securely in the party's hands heading into the next Congress. We protected the lone firewall in our democracy, Bustos said, according to sources on the call. We'll be holding a more in-depth political brief once we have more clarity on the final results of the election. Pelosi acknowledged a challenging election, a long departure from the optimistic tone she'd carried Tuesday morning, but also claimed victory in keeping control of the lower chamber and perhaps winning the White House. You know what? Trump may lose. It's, it's close. We are very, very close to Trump being defeated. I know there's a lot of uh, Trump supporters and Republicans saying investigate the impropriety. There's evidence of fraud. By all means, I agree. Investigate all of these things. I want to make sure the next four years will not be nearly as bad as the last. I've lived through a, 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 a Joe Biden administration, a Barack Obama Biden administration. So I'm not going to cry about it. But I, I, I just got to say something. This lady, I feel bad. She's crying. I'm, I'm not. But how is it that I'm sitting here? Pending a Trump defeat, and I'm laughing with my friends about the absurdity of what's going on, and I'm seeing this lady cry on the phone. How are they crying and rioting when they won the House, okay? And they're nearing victory in the White House. They're still freaking out and crying. You know what? I look forward to something. I remember during the Obama administration, every time something would happen, and I'd, I'd, I'd be waving the cards in front of my friends, and they'd be like, I don't know, man, I don't know anything about it. Well, now they all adamantly rose to action and said, we must defeat Donald Trump. And they may. And you know what? The one thing I'm really looking forward to with the Joe Biden presidency is that all of the warmongering, imperialistic authoritarianism, I'm now going to wave in their face and say, this is what you voted for. The problems with Trump were individual problems. He was a bad guy. He was boorish. He had character defects, but we had a great economy. He was signing peace agreements. He was withdrawing our troops. You know what? I'm not the arbiter of, of grand morality, nor am I the dictator of this country, and I can accept defeat very easily. I shrug and say, listen, man, I've always been a milquetoast fence sitter because I don't have high expectations. I've seen how the machine operates. I wouldn't be surprised if there was impropriety and fraud. In fact, we've got one story where apparently some guy was declared a loser, a Republican was declared a loser, and then a computer glitch was announced and he actually won. If that's the case, we are going to see a heavy audit. I think I think it's looking like a Donald Trump defeat, at least in the polls. But as I mentioned in my previous segment, 
lawfare is a possibility. Now, Trump may get clean legal victories for sure. I think there's a path to victory for Trump in using the legal system and potentially invalidating illegal ballots should they have evidence that these ballots are in fact illegal. It might happen. Democrats, you should watch yourselves. There are a lot of videos circulating. And if you think it's over, you would be wrong. But of course, there are uh, Democrats crying. There are people freaking out. And there are riots still happening. Well, Donald Trump issued a statement. We believe the American people deserve to have full transparency into all vote counting and election certification, and that this is no longer about any single election. This is about the integrity of our entire election process from the beginning. We have said that all legal ballots must be counted and all illegal ballots should not be counted. Yet we have met resistance to this basic principle by Democrats at every turn. We will pursue this process through every aspect of the law to guarantee that the American people have confidence in our government. I will never give up fighting for you and our nation. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It sounds like Trump is getting ready for a wind down. I know many people not, might not want to believe it, but I'm not interested in entertaining people's emotions on what ha- what's happening. Trump now saying it's about every election and saying, I will not give up fighting for you and our nation. Sounds like he recognizes, he understands what's about to happen. Even with the, the, the legal tactics, it's not looking good for him. I don't believe Trump will outright concede for the time being. We'll, we'll see what happens. But it looks like they're prepared to take the loss. Now, I know the Democrats are saying, lock Trump up, arrest him, oh, send him to the, to the prison, whatever. I really don't see that happening either. I don't. It didn't happen with Hillary Clinton. It's not going to happen with Trump. This is politics. I don't know exactly how it will play out. But although I can tell you, it looks like Trump is starting to draw things down, which is why it's funny the Democrats are crying on the phone and freaking out and fighting with each other. We have this story. This is the, this is from the Detroit Free Press. Okay. This is, Detroit is what got Donald, uh, uh, Joe Biden victory in Michigan. A computer glitch turns losing Republican into a winner in Oakland County. That's it. That's the news. Turns out the guy was, uh, they reported he lost and he thought to himself, I thought that was that. Those are the results. And I said, I would not seek a recount. This guy, this guy actually won. And he said, I was not going to seek a recount. He was ready to walk away. They called him and said, actually, brother, you won by over 1000 votes in a local election. That is substantive. And he was ready to walk away. That's why Donald Trump shouldn't just walk away. The victory must be clean. Now, I suppose if Trump walked away, it would be easier on everybody, but that would not satisfy Trump's supporters. And I tell you what, we are getting ready for the next era in whatever is supposed to happen. You know, I had someone comment on my Facebook, you think you're going to ride the Trump train for four more years? Trump is gone. And I'm like, apparently I was riding the Trump train for five years before Trump even got elected. So sure, these people don't seem to realize I've been doing this job for a long time. The funniest thing is they're like, what are you even going to talk about now if like Trump loses? I was talking about Sonic the Hedgehog in January, dude. This is not over. The culture war, politics, it's going to keep happening. And the left and the never Trumpers have already found a way to dig in their heels. Listen, for me, I wasn't a diehard Trump supporter in 2016. And I have only like passively been uh, supportive of Trump recently with the peace agreements and the withdrawal from the Middle East, uh, uh, with the withdrawal of our troops in the Middle East or the, or the drawing down. I've never gone out with a MAGA hat or waved Trump flags or went in parades or done any of that. I've been invited to a bunch of events and I turned them all down. 
I voted for Trump because there were things I thought he was doing better than Joe Biden. If Joe Biden wins, I'll laugh and say, welcome to the authoritarian uh, uh, presidency. Once again, we've seen it before. But there are grifters like the Lincoln Project. Okay, Trump loses. And uh, I I, I don't want to go that far. Trump is on the verge of losing. And they're already saying we must defeat Trumpism. What is Trumpism? Well, we, we have to come up with something in order to get money from Democrats. Congratulations. The Lincoln Project, which is supposed to be about uh, Republican values, Honest Abe, Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican, which was supposed to just defeat Donald Trump and restore conservative values, is continuing the fight against conservatives. How stupid is everything? Check this out. This is from Andrew Sullivan. Uh, Andrew Sullivan. Trump is gone. Trumpism has just arrived. And I think I think I have the tweet right here. Oh, I'm sorry. This is not the, the correct tweet. I think I have it. Where is it at? Here we go. The Lincoln Project. We're staying in the fight to defeat Trumpism. We must also defeat David Perdue. Let's elect John Ossoff. What? <laughs> the Lincoln Project is now campaigning against state level republic. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, a state Republicans. It's, it's, it's a federal level senator. I want to be clear. But I'm saying they were supposed to be going after Donald Trump. Why are they going after other Republicans now? Well, because uh, all Republicans are Trump now. Oh, you know what, man? The grift was obvious from the get go. You never actually cared. You're just grifting. And I'll tell you what, I fully expect, as I've said uh, all the time, to have a bunch of Trump supporters now say things about me like, oh, no, Tim turned his back. I had someone tweet at me, turning your back on Trump already, Tim. Listen, the Republicans and the Trump supporters were right about so much. The media's lies, the Democratic establishment, the never Trumpers, they're still correct about it. But there are a lot of people that think I'm going to drop to my knees and say, I will do anything for Trump. Not going to happen. If it looks like Donald Trump is going to lose, I'm going to say it. I believe he still has some legal uh, areas where he needs to make sure he doesn't just concede, but I'm not going to cry about it. If Joe Biden wins, well, you know what? I think Trump has some of his own faults to blame. I do. Listen, if you think they cheated and you've been talking about it for a year, what am I supposed to do if you knew what they were doing and didn't do enough to stop it? I don't like cheating, but I'll say this. Get the evidence out there. I fully will respect your your right to do so. Take it to the courts and let's see uh, what ends up happening. But Trump supporters who are upset need to realize something very important. Trump did so much, so much for conservatives in just four years, over 200 federal judges and three Supreme Court justices. I think y'all need to realize that your victory, the Trump era victories were way more than I think you should have expected. Trump really came in and delivered tremendously. And because of this, the Democrats went nuts and fired back. I think in four years, we, we might see a rebound into another populist wave. Look, if there is a Republican populist candidate with the policies of Donald Trump, but who isn't the kind of reality TV boorish character, landslide victory. I wouldn't be surprised if we end up getting a populist wave in 2024. I'm not convinced it'll be from the left, however. I think we need a moderate populist. Donald Trump was, for the most part. But Trump was an imperfect avatar for the rage of the American people who watched their manufacturing base erode, who watched the international free trade agreements take away their jobs, 
and saw their small towns be slowly eroded by a loss of you know infrastructure and industry. Trump was imperfect, but he was the best thing that they had. And Trump gave them tremendous victories over four years. The way I see it is, if you're a Trump supporter, you should be laughing that you were able to, to get Trump in for and, and, and get these judges in. You got to understand these Supreme Court justices Trump brought in, three Supreme Court justices are going to solidify a lot of that victory for, for generations to come. Democrats are mad about it. A Joe Biden presidency isn't going to be good, in my opinion, because I've lived through a Joe Biden vice presidency, and I think it was quite nightmarish in many ways. But if there's a Republican Senate, it sounds like Republicans still win. Think about it. Trump gets in, gets all these victories. The Republicans keep the Senate, make gains in the House. Democrats are crying and Joe Biden can't do anything. It's not a perfect situation for, for Trump supporters, but man, it's still good. I think Trump's going to, uh, I think Trump's tracking to lose. I really, really do. Well, I'll tell you what, there is something to come. And with the constraint of Joe Biden, they're screaming now that it's going to be Trumpism. Trumpism, they say. I think you all need to realize that Donald Trump still has a couple months in the presidency. And this is a tweet that I had before from Josh Rogan, hearing from multiple administration sources that Trump might fire Defense Secretary Mark Esper as early as today. Maybe CIA Director Gina Haspel, um, probably, he says, some officials say FBI Director Chris Ray was also on the list, but other officials say Ray has been taken off the list and is now expected to stay. You know what? It's not ideal. But I think I laid out exactly why it's still a if I were to go through the list, I would say Donald Trump may lose. We don't know yet. It's looking like a, a Trump loss. If Biden wins, I'm going to give him a shot the same I gave Trump. But trust me, I've already been through a Biden president, uh, Biden vice presidency. I'm not too confident. But uh, but sure, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to cry about it. But I tell you this, it looks like a, a victory for Republicans, not the victory they wanted on a scale of one to 100. It's like you know, Democrats were hoping to take 75% of the battlefield. Republicans were hoping to retain 75% of the battlefield or make gains. And we're fearing a loss, but it looks like Republicans are going to be at 51 to Democrats 49. A slight advantage for Democrats making gains in the House. There's a revolt in the Democratic Party right now. Moderates are rejecting the far left. This is a huge victory for us, especially disaffected liberals. If regular sane uh, moderate Democrats can get in and tell the far left to can it. The GOP holds the Senate constraining a Joe Biden presidency. We might actually get four chill years where I can go back to talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, assuming <laughs> COVID is over now. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, Trumpism is the name of the game, is it? Andrew Sullivan, the air has been cleared and democracy is working. He says the key fact is that Donald Trump has been decisively defeated. He will be a one term president. This was by no means inevitable. But in the massive turnout where both sides mobilized unprecedented hordes of voters and when the GOP actually made gains in the House and did much better than expected, Trump lost. A critical mass of swing voters and moderate Republicans picked Biden over him. Our nightmare of four years, an unstable, malignant, delusional maniac at the center of our national life is over. Take a moment to feel that relief. Breathe. Rejoice. He's done. He will not concede. He cannot concede because he would suffer a psychic break if he did. And what we witnessed Thursday night in his drained yet still despicable rant was a picture of a sad, lost, delusional person, a man utterly unfit to hold the office he holds, lying and lying and lying. This is a case where they're trying to steal an election. They're trying to rig an election. And we can't let that happen. Perhaps. 
Perhaps Andrew Sullivan is, uh, is just a bit over the top in this one. But he says, but Trumpism, it did far better than anyone expected. Down ballot, many Republicans outperformed their nominal leader. The GOP made real gains in the House during a health crisis and a recession and will probably hold the Senate, effectively checkmating any truly progressive ambitions Biden might have had. The rural turnout was spectacular, responding perhaps to Trump's incredibly boisterous series of big rallies as the campaign came to a close. I'm not playing these stupid games, Andrew. Trumpism? You mean regular Americans saying stop? Donald Trump may end up losing this. He's certainly gotten beaten in the popular vote, and he may not have a, a clear shot in terms of uh, uh, an actual. I, I think Joe Biden's going to win in terms of Electoral College. Trump could win through legal means as of now. Very, very slim chance for Trump at this point. They haven't called it yet. And that's why I'm like, slim chance for Trump to win. I'm not going to call it. Democrats are. But no, I'm not playing this game. The Trump supporters who voted for Trump and voted for Republicans did it because they love this country and they want this country to succeed. And there are many people who rejected Trump because of Trump's bad character. But they were voted. For, they voted for Republicans because they want this country to succeed. I believe the American people are sick and tired of culture war issues. That includes Donald Trump. Maybe Trump didn't get elected, not just because of Trump, but because of the media. I've heard a lot of people say they were tired of the media talking about Trump. People may have voted out Trump, but voted in Republicans in the Senate because they don't like Democrats, but they just don't want the, the media to play this game anymore. It's not Trumpism. I'll take it from Matt Taibbi, which is the real working class party now. Donald Trump self-immolated, but the results of Tuesday's election show seeds of a profound switch in roles for the Democratic and Republican parties. He says, in an irony, he is humorously ill-equipped to appreciate Donald Trump by losing this week may have gained something for the Republican Party, Republican Party bureaucracy. He took such pleasure in humiliating four years ago a future defying years of muddle headed media analyses. Trump underperformed with white men, but made gains with every other demographic. Some 26% of his votes came from non-white Americans, the highest percentage for Republicans since 1960. The politician who became instantly famous and infamous by saying of Mexican immigrants, they're bringing in drugs, they're bringing in crime, you know it, performed stunningly well with Latinos, even flipping House seats. Exit polls, which can be unreliable, pegged his national support at 32 to 35% of Latino vote. More tellingly were results in uncertain counties, Star County, Texas, the county with the highest percentage of Hispanic or Latino voters above 90 percent, voted for Hillary Clinton by a 60 point margin in 2016, but gave Biden just a five point win in 2020. Even more amazing was Trump's performance among black voters. The man whose 2016 message to black voters was very nearly a parody of long ago New York mayoral candidate Mario Procaccino's pledge that my heart is as black as yours. What? must have found a new way to connect. Trump doubled his support with black women from four to eight percent, upping his support from black men to 13 to 18 percent. Remember, this was after four years of near constant denunciations of Trump as not just a racist, but the leader of a literal white supremacist movement. No joke. I'm going to stop there. I don't want to go long. Matt Taibbi is correct. Andrew Sullivan is over the top. There is no Trumpism. There is no defeating Trumpism. Trump did something powerful. 
He gave the Republican Party a real future. I believe so. He made tremendous victories for conservatives. And if he leaves, Donald Trump will leave a powerful legacy, leaving the Republican Party as a more diverse party of the working class. I think Trump has good things to show for what he's done. And I tell you this, assuming Donald Trump doesn't win, there will come a time when the left claims that uh, what's the joke? How many years until the Democrats are saying, did you see Donald Trump's latest video? It's so cute. Oh, remember when they were giving George W. Bush can, you know, Ellen's giving him candy and they're all giggling. Hee hee, George W. Bush. <laughs> That's right. Iraq and Afghanistan. I remember that. But please tell me more about how much you really care. I think Donald Trump will leave behind a tremendous legacy. I don't think it's Trumpism. I think it's working class people rejecting what the establishment has to offer. And Joe Biden is the politician of Wall Street the billionaires, multinational interests, multinational billion dollar corporations, and the managerial elite. A party switch, as it were, in a certain respect. We'll see how it plays out in 2024. Trump's not out yet, but it's not looking good. At any rate, the Democrats seem to be in disarray. So I'll leave it there. And there's much more to come. The next video is coming up at 6 p.m. over at youtube.com slash News. It is a different channel. Thanks for hanging out. And I will see you all then. Joe Biden has now taken the lead in Pennsylvania and in Georgia, paving a way to a Joe Biden, Kamala Harris presidential administration. But the war is far from over, and there are very real paths to victory for Donald Trump still. And I believe that we have entered into the, the nightmare scenario. It doesn't matter what happens now. It is nightmare territory. There was there will be no clean victory for anyone in this. Trump could still win in the courts right now. The Nevada GOP is filing a criminal referral or, or passing a criminal referral to Bill Barr over what they say is thousands of instances, instances of voter fraud. A simple Google search will show you very serious concerns from Trump supporters, videos popping up of people at polling places, poll watchers calling out impropriety. My friends, we are in serious trouble as a nation. What we needed was a clean victory. What we need now is to make sure that we investigate all claims. I say all, but all actionable claims from Trump supporters who are calling out what they see as impropriety. It is the only way, and I still am not convinced it will be enough. James O'Keefe of Project Veritas now has two whistleblowers from uh, post offices. I believe they're both from post offices talking about engaging in fraud. Whether this pans out to any, be anything, I'm not entirely sure. But as long as these questions linger, there will be no clean win. The way I described it. Once we got the results in an election night, or I should say the results from election night where we didn't know what was going to happen. And I, 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 I'm just going to say it. Look, I blame the Democrats for changing the rules. Many state legislatures changed the rules. They did universal mail-in voting, mass absentee. They confused and broke the system. And this was the point where it felt like there will be no clean win. Everybody said it. Either it's a landslide for Biden or a landslide for Trump. But other than that, it is going to be chaos. The way I see it is a fissure uh, erupted in the ground. We it broke into the ground. And now we're at a point where these this this one what was one what was once one landmass is splitting into two different universes where no one is going to accept the results. I'm sorry, man. I just do not see a way a way out of this. Joe Biden might win in Pennsylvania, but Donald Trump could easily file a lawsuit.
They could get ballots invalidated. COVID caused many people to move around the country. And thus, the Trump campaign may actually see a ton of, of people who don't live in certain areas voting when they shouldn't. And this is important. There's a big difference between I have an apartment in this place and now I'm in this place for the past few months. You still have a legal residence, but there may be many people who have moved out of their apartments because of COVID, moved back in with their family. We know that there were mass, uh, uh, well, I don't want to say mass evictions just yet, but we're, they're looming. We know there were many evictions. Some of, there was a moratorium on this, but people were still being evicted. We know many people moved out of places like, uh, in New York like crazy. Thus, I think it's going to be very easy for the Trump campaign to find instances where people moved and they weren't allowed to vote. Now, what it ultimately comes down to, and this is the scary nightmare scenario in my opinion, the Nevada GOP is making claims, criminal referrals, criminal. That's scary. That some of these people might go to jail if they voted in a place they moved away from in the past 30 days or more. We'll see how it, how it pans out. But some of these ballots may just be invalidated, meaning Trump could could win by literally negating votes from people. But the left will claim these votes are legitimate. These people voted. These are real votes. And the right will say they don't live there anymore. You can't do this. You can't swing Nevada after you moved out three months ago. There's no winning. Amy Coney Barrett, an 11th hour confirmation, legal and by the book. If it comes down to a Supreme Court ruling in a month or so and five to four with ACB on, on Trump's side and Trump wins, welcome to the nightmare scenario. Unless we get I think I think there's one path. The one path is whatever ends up happening, we investigate all of these claims of impropriety. We take a look at every legal avenue from from either Biden or from Trump, and we do it quickly. There is a deadline. I believe we have until like December 14th to get this done. Otherwise, there will be no clean win. And it is going to be the craziest, craziest violence and, and, and nonsense we've ever seen. You thought the George Floyd riots were bad. Wait until Amy Coney Barrett sides with Trump in a five to four ruling that results in Trump becoming uh, president again of winning reelection. The left didn't accept it the first time. Imagine if Trump wins through the courts. Now, I'll stress Trump can win through the courts. It is a, uh, if, if it is legal, it will be a clean. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't say clean because it'll be a legal victory and not an, not an electoral victory, but it'll be legal and by the book. If if these claims from from the Nevada GOP bear out and the, and the Supreme Court says, yes, these are invalidated, Trump wins. The left will claim he cheated. They'll claim that he stuffed the, the court and they're siding with Trump to, to give a criminal extra term, even though it will be legal and by the book. Now, there's another possibility. Donald Trump may file a, a, a barrage of lawsuits. The GOP may file a barrage of lawsuits across the board. It may come down to the fact that the Supreme Court doesn't have time to actually rule on all of these claims. The states will not be allowed to certify the results. Come December 14th, there is no electoral winner. Joe Biden does not have 270 because of lawsuits. Donald Trump doesn't either. And the Supreme Court says, enough House delegations choose the president. Donald Trump wins. I think we are in for a very, very scary uh, next couple of months. Now, now, look, 
normally I think you, you'd get a concession. You know, we go we go back to Romney, Obama, not so much Hillary, but, you know, she didn't come out on, on election night and they would start looking at these, these results. And I think anyone other than Trump would have just conceded saying, OK, I lost. Fine, whatever. But Trump isn't your typical politician. I truly believe that Donald Trump wants to uh, fix this country, he wants to work towards helping it. He's a man of passion, not a, a politician. I mean, he's a politician now. But Donald Trump is a man who wants to be president. He's not going to go away quietly. The Republicans aren't going to give up. And the culture war fissure is just split. So what comes next? I, well, I gave you some scenarios, but if in, in either event, any legal victory for Trump, I believe, will result in rioting the likes of which you have never seen. And I think you could say it borders on uh, pre-Civil War. I don't know. Look, right now, the left is already rioting. They're showing up to people's homes. They're smashing windows. Uh, maybe they're not smashing windows. It sounds like in one video, it sounds like they're smashing a window. Maybe not. Maybe it was a bottle or something. I'm not sure, but it sounds like a window. Uh, they're riding. They're, they're riding across this country in D.C. and in, in L.A. and Denver and in, in, in all of these big cities. And they're winning. They're winning and they're still rioting. Now, Trump supporters are not. But we've also got a, a, a story. I don't think I have it pulled up, but I do. Actually, I do believe I have it. Uh, two men. Let me just let me just jump to this. Two armed men arrested for driving from Virginia to Philadelphia in a Hummer and planning to attack a convention center where ballots are still being counted. No one's going to take this lying down. The cultural divide in this country is too extreme. The left has a worldview that does not align with most of this country, and they are gaining substantial power. Many people on the right, libertarian, ANCAPs, whatever, constitutionalists, originalists, also don't seem to want to stand for this. There does seem to be um, a moderate bunch of left and right, and I think— Many of the moderate right are saying Trump should take every legal avenue he can. I just think we're in for a, uh, I think we're in for a lot of chaos. I think we might, it, it might be like the troubles in, in Ireland, so people have called it. We're going to see insurgency. We're going to see some kind of violence. I don't know. I don't know. I guess there's a possibility that Trump comes out, you know, December and concedes. I don't think so. I'll tell you what I'm really looking forward to. Um, and I mean this sincerely. Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to a period where I can just chill out, turn the TVs off and just have a bite to eat with some friends and family and relax for a little bit. We are going to be like rabbits in an open field for the next month or so, shaking with pure adrenaline running through our veins. I hope you're all you're all ready for this one. Well, so here's here's the, the update as of right now, like literally 9 a.m. OK, Joe Biden has taken a tiny lead in Pennsylvania. It's still too close to call. Joe Biden has taken the lead in Georgia. Too close to call. The Daily Mail says that Donald Trump claiming conspiracy against him by big tech, big money, the media pollsters, Democrats, TV networks, uh, etc. I don't think Donald Trump claimed it was a grand conspiracy. I think he just said these interests are aligned against him. And he is correct. Joe Biden is the candidate of the establishment of the billionaires, big tech, Wall Street, the managerial elite, and the pollsters were all incredibly wrong. My friends, I would like you to take a look at this tweet from Majid Nawaz. He says, the Brexit wars came and the Trump wars followed. They won both. Brexit wars, too, 
was to get Brexit done. They won. That was December 13th, 2019. Trump Wars 2 just started. I would think at least we in the UK learnt the lesson of hubristic dismissal and thoughtless wanton denial by now. Apparently not. Listen, again, whoever wins, it isn't over yet by a long way. What admittedly concerns me is just how quickly mainstream pundits, almost with unanimity, are prepared to repeat the same mistakes over and again. This incurious dismissal of Trump voter concerns is very bad for everyone. Even a very brief internet search reveals Trump voter concerns that are at the very least worth pondering. And yes, I've also looked at the disinformation rebuttals. Look at both. Why have we become so incurious? Sunlight is the best disinfectant. Brian Galgo says, I don't think we can collectively be multitaskers here. I think we need to get through step one, voting out the aspiring, uh, voting out the aspiring authoritarian, then get to step two, something akin to increased curiosity. Majid Nawaz repeats, even a very brief internet search reveals Trump voter concerns that are at the very least worth pondering. I give you now 2.3 million views on a tweet from James O'Keefe. USPS whistleblower in Pennsylvania exposes anti-Trump postmasters illegal order to backdate ballots. Ballots that are coming in today, tomorrow, yesterday are all supposed to be postmarked the third. They still want us to pick up ballots tomorrow, the sixth mail fraud. I don't know if this whistleblower is telling the truth. For all I know, this uh, this whistleblower is pro-Trump and is trying to cast doubt. No idea. But I can tell you right now, if you don't investigate this, you will destroy this country. If Republicans are coming out and saying we have videos, we have complaints, we must go through the list and knock them all out as quickly as possible. I know we may not have time. As I already mentioned earlier in this segment, if we reach the deadline, which I believe is December 14th, the Supreme Court may say House delegations decide and Donald Trump will win, in which case Democrats are going are to say, no, certify the results. We win. Trump supporters are going to say, not with this fraud evidence. The big tech media companies are all going to say it's a it's fake news. It's a smear. Even Fox News says there's no evidence whatsoever. None whatsoever. My friends, the Nevada GOP cites voter fraud claims and criminal referral to AG Barr. A DOJ spokesperson confirmed to Fox News the criminal referral has been received. Lawyers for the Nevada Republican Party sent a criminal referral to Attorney General William Barr on Thursday, claiming they have received reports of at least 3,062 instances of voter fraud. We expect that number to grow substantially. Thousands of individuals have been identified who appear to have violated the law by casting ballots after they moved from Nevada. They tweeted, uh, our lawyers just sent a criminal referral. Uh, they basically say the same thing. According to a letter obtained by Fox News, lawyers for Donald Trump for President Inc. said they cross-referenced names and addresses of the voters with the National Change of Address database. The letter also notes that a separate communication has been sent to Joseph Gloria, the Clark County registrar, outlining the findings. A Clark County spokesperson did not immediately return Fox News' request for comment. They are saying they have hard evidence that people changed their addresses to other states and still voted in Nevada. Textbook voter fraud. And there it is. You can't dismiss this. This could make it to the court. And I tell you right now, if, if this just gets jammed up in the courts with a never ending legal battle, they can't certify the results. Joe Biden can't reach 270. Trump's going to go going to go uh, nuclear lawfare on these on these states. 
And there's probably going to be a legit reason to do so. COVID created a mass exodus from many major cities. I believe it will be very easy for Trump to say, we looked at all the states and found these people all moved, but still voted in their states. And then it is going to be bedlam. More so than it already is. Quote, voter fraud is a serious federal felony, one that cuts to the heart of representative democracy, the lawyers added. We understand that these are serious allegations and do not take them lightly. A Justice Department spokesperson confirmed to Fox News the criminal referral has been received and that attorneys will follow the standard practice of investigating. In addition, the Nevada GOP shared a photo of a mail ballot from Washoe County, Washoe County, along with a caption that, that claimed four mail-in ballots were cast by voters under 18, with one registered as a Democrat and three registered with no party affiliation. Father of a 17-year-old who registered and received ballot thankfully contacted the county. His ineligibility, the tweet continued, the radical left dreams to lower the voting age, but they can't legally vote. The account also tweeted videos of two individuals who claimed that, that the identities of their deceased relatives were used to cast ballots in the 2020 election. This is a painful experience that far too many people are accounting, the Nevada GOP added. This should outrage all Nevadans. If Joe Biden wins, he wins. And my congratulations to him and Kamala Harris. Uh, great. Wonderful. Let's 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 uh, make sure the pilot can steer the ship properly and we can all prosper. But I tell you this right now, these the, the, this is legitimate. If they can if they can show that people changed their addresses and then voted in Nevada, that's it. The, the, the covid, the mail in ballot may have just disrupted this election to an extreme degree. The left is going to say the right are being sore losers and trying to pull out any stop they can find to desperately win. The right is going to say the left is ignoring clear instances of voter fraud. And I am being smeared and insulted by the likes of the SPLC and other far left organizations saying I'm casting doubt on the election by reporting the sentiments of both sides. This is how insane everything has gotten. I can tell you this. The Biden supporters are saying that the Trump supporters are trying to are trying to make up false claims of voter fraud with no evidence because they're desperate to win and Trump is scared to lose. The right is saying, look at this evidence of voter fraud. There is evidence of voter fraud. That is a fact. Does that evidence mean proof that voter fraud happened? No, not yet. If you ignore this, it will be absolute chaos. My friends, I don't see a way out. Look, I uh, I can look at how the left is going to react, how the right is going to react. And ultimately, I just see the fissure has split this country into two separate land masses, figuratively, by the way. And thus, I think it may go to the courts. I think Trump might win an illegal victory. I really, really do. That's a major advantage for Trump. What you need to understand right now is that even if there was no basis for any of these claims, Trump can pepper the courts with lawsuits to delay the results, forcing a House delegation vote in which he will win. House delegations are not the same as a House vote. House delegations, I believe there are 50 from each state and they are Republican. And the Republicans, I believe, have anchored that th those delegations, uh, especially with their House seats. I'm not entirely sure. This was all predicted in an article for Newsweek by the co-founder of MSNBC. He said, we are looking at a potential scenario where Donald Trump loses, but can legally jam up the certification process until the deadline in which the Supreme Court just says enough, send it to House state delegations instead. And then Trump becomes president, not through a vote, but through state delegations. 
Now, I want to say something. I believe we should have more local representation and local representation should be the ones voting uh, and, and moving up to the federal level. Let me explain. I think we've done too much to have direct popular vote in this country. And I believe the issue with it is that different states have different laws and different, uh, you know, are different jurisdictions. And people in California should not be setting the rules for people in, uh, for the most part, in, say, Utah. But more importantly, you end up with no one caring about local issues. Imagine it this way. Let's say the elections that mattered were you as an individual voting at the local level for your city council people, your local township, whatever, your mayors, your state legislators, your governors, your state senators, etc. And then before the 17th Amendment in the Constitution, I believe it was 17th, it was the states that would appoint two senators to go to, uh, to, to Congress, to the federal government. Imagine if we were still doing that. I'm not saying the idea is perfect, but I like the idea that we actually have our local representatives accountable that way. I tell you this, you know, the most annoying thing is when I hear Congress people saying, I'm going to help the district and do these things. And they can, and I respect that. They represent the district at the federal level, but they can't clean up your streets. That's local politicians who are going to do that. Your state senators, your local, your local politicians, your mayors, people are ignoring that this country has, I believe, what, tens of thousands, I think a hundred, I think, I think we have, what, 500,000 elected officials in this country, some ridiculously large number. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I believe we need to give more power to local officials to vote on uh, federal representation in some capacity. Now, I'm not saying I'm favoring a scenario where House delegations elect President Trump to be the president um, in spite of the Electoral College or, or despite the Electoral College uh, ruling. I'm just saying we need to make sure we're voting locally. And when we're looking at our ballots, we should be like, this guy is running to represent me in my in, in my you know district locally for my state. I better know who that is. And a lot of people don't. They don't know who it is. We're, we're, we're handing over more and more power to the federal government, and it's resulting in chaos. My friends, I don't know what is going to happen. Trump is not going to back down. Uh, as of right now, let me show you the 270 to win count. With Pennsylvania now flipping for Joe Biden, Biden is looking at uh, with Georgia and Pennsylvania, Joe Biden is on track for 308 electoral votes to Trump's 230. Looks like it's going to be a win for Joe Biden. But Donald Trump could win in the courts. And that, my friends, is where things get crazy. I'll tell you this. We definitely do. Like, like Majid Nawaz said, uh, he's, he's a commentator for LBC in the UK. He's an intellectual dark web guy for those that aren't familiar. We better, we better uh, uh, clean up these accusations, these claims, and figure out what went wrong. Because if we don't, then this country will be irrevocably damaged. And it may already be. But if Joe Biden wins, he wins. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to play any stupid games. I, Russiagate was stupid nonsense. I'm not interested in playing more games. But they better make it clean, man. They better investigate this stuff. I'll tell you, I'm 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 actually starting to think Trump might get a, a House delegation victory. Trump will not quit. He will not back down. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Next segment is coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out and I will see you all then. There will be a recount in Georgia. The race is not over. 
But Democrats certainly think it is. Nancy Pelosi already saying that Joe Biden is president elect and Andrew Yang saying it's time to start getting used to saying president elect Joe Biden. Secret Service is ramping up Joe Biden's security detail from candidate to president elect. It is looking like the beginning of the end for Donald Trump as the walls are closing in with new bombshell reports that Joe Biden is taking Pennsylvania, Georgia, Nevada, currently leading in Arizona. But it's not over. It's not anybody who says it does is it's hubris. I mean, we heard it in my earlier segment. I don't know if you were watching that these Democrats are all dancing around cheering like they've won. But there are concerns about voter fraud. Some of them, I think, are absolutely bonk. And some of them can be easily proven or disproven, in which case there was a tweet from Rudy Giuliani where he said, we've got dead people on the voter rolls. Okay, well, dead people on the voter rolls aren't dead people voting. So all you got to do is take the names of these dead people on the voter rolls, check to see if they actually voted through an audit, which I totally welcome. And if you find it, boom, voter fraud confirmed. Now, I think the Trump camp has a very clear path to a victory, even if they lose the Electoral College and the popular vote. That's right. There may be living human beings who've cast ballots in states they no longer live in. That's a big claim coming from the Republicans right now, particularly in Nevada, because of the mass movements we've seen over COVID, I think the Republicans are going to easily be able to challenge the validity of many votes. And of course, Donald Trump is not conceding anything. He has no prepared concession speech. Trump supporters saying he shouldn't. And the left is, oh, they're gloating so much. Now, listen, listen, let me tell you. I am not a diehard partisan. I am not a tribalist. If Joe Biden wins, well, then I think we can do a postmortem and talk about what it is that hurt Trump and what it is that helped the Democrats. I certainly think dirty games helped the Democrats. And I think the Republicans had more than enough time to prepare for what they were, you know, seeing with, uh, with mail in ballots or, or otherwise. But I do think that there are certain things we can criticize Trump for, for sure. If Joe Biden ends up winning, we go through the process, checking into claims of voter imp- of impropriety and voter fraud, and Biden wins, then I will absolutely welcome Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and give them a chance. I always will. However, I want to make sure it's clear to all of you. I gave the Biden campaign and Obama a chance for eight years, and they let me down. Now, Joe Biden is not, not Barack Obama, so he gets, he gets a chance. I'll see what happens. I'm willing to bet you get you, you inaugurate a President Biden, and I'm willing to bet come February, I'm going to have a video where it's like Joe Biden drops bombs. Um, I would not be surprised by that. And I think, you know, Donald Trump was the, the, the anti-establishment candidate. The establishment is not taken back over. We're seeing certain companies do very, very well on, uh, uh, with the news of a potential Biden presidency. Of course, the news is saying all stocks are going up simply because of certainty. With a Senate that is run by the GOP, controlled by the GOP, and a Democratic presidency, you're going to get constraint, which means a stable environment for some time. I got to be honest, that sounds pretty good. My one request is if that's where we're going, I call on the House. Please, Ocasio-Cortez, don't let Nancy Pelosi be the speaker. I'll take literally anyone at this point, and I got to be honest. So anyway, there's a recount. Lots of claims of fraud. We got news to go through. Let me tell you what the latest news is. Of course, I want to show you this. Speaker of the, of the House of Reps, Nancy Pelosi, calls Joe Biden president-elect and says it is clear he will win. Andrew Yang says, thank you, president-elect Joe Biden. Let's go. We 
are not there yet. Trump says the election is not over. I'm going to read you the statement from the Trump campaign. But first, very briefly, the bullet points on the recount in Georgia. Daily Mail says there will be a recount because the margin is still so small. Trump and Biden are still neck and neck with just 5000 votes left to count. Trump and Biden both have 49.4 of the vote in Georgia out of 5 million votes counted. There are only 5,500 left to count. And officials say that whatever happens now, that means a recount is necessary. Georgia carries 16 electoral college votes. If Biden wins it today and keeps his lead in Arizona, he has won. He will also win if he claims Pennsylvania. He snatched the lead there from Trump on Friday morning. Trump is refusing to accept the results of the election and says he's the victim of a conspiracy. Actually, I think that's a little bit bold. I don't think Trump said there was a grand conspiracy. I think he said powerful establishment interests were against him. Yes, that's true. What you need to understand, everyone, left, right, up, down, I don't care. There is such a thing as a standalone complex where multiple individuals act in in a similar direction, thus creating the appearance of a conspiracy. Unless Trump comes out and says there was a grand cabal of international interests working between these various organizations, he's not saying conspiracy. They're doing that because they're trying to make Trump sound like he's ranting, raving and mad. Donald Trump has a path to victory through the courts. And there's theoretically a lawfare victory, meaning Donald Trump could jam up all of these states with legal battles, forcing the electoral deadline to pass the House delegations, then elect Donald Trump. I don't look, I got to tell you, man, I think we are getting closer and closer to, in my opinion, it's it's Biden. I'm not going to be as as as, you know, uh, absurd as the Democrats to call Joe Biden president elect. If he wins, congratulations. I think the American people have a right to their opinions, even if they're bad ones. And I believe there are a lot of low information voters that voted for, for, for Joe Biden. But I've been through this before. You know, I think people are expecting like, Trump supporters to drop their knees, start crying and screaming. And while there certainly are some Trump supporters yelling like, we demand this and we demand that, it's a big difference between anger and and crying, I suppose. But even then, Pew Research says straight up, Trump supporters are substantially less likely to be angry. They're going to be disappointed if they lose. And I think that's a fact. Also, keep in mind, they made gains in the House. Looks like they're on track to control the Senate. We'll see that could change. That would be horrifying if they lose everything. And that we, we, we still don't know if Trump ends up winning. Listen, my friends, you know why I don't I don't I didn't vote in 2016. I have been through this. I, look, I'm sending I'm sending all, already Joe Biden's not even through the door yet. And we're starting to see some companies do very well. Companies that work in government surveillance Governments that have been targeted by left-wing activists for a long time. And Glenn Greenwald made a a really great tweet saying many Democrats got involved only in 2017 because they were terrified of the orange man. And now they're going to get a lesson on what the Democrats really are. Yup. And you know what I'm going to say to them? Welcome to the party. I've been here before. We're going to be here again. And there's going to be protests and the, and the, and many of these leftists and liberals who voted for Biden are going to walk away and plug their ears and ignore all of the BS that happens under a Biden presidency. Now, like Barack Obama, I claimed I complained about him and Joe Biden was the VP. I believe I am entitled to complain about Joe Biden because I've been complaining about him since 2010 or before then when they started all of this ridiculous Middle War, uh, Middle Eastern war stuff. So anyway, there's there's the there's the first update. This is what we have. Now we have the Trump campaign statement from the Trump team. Trump, 
They say the election is not over. The campaign, this election is not over. They say the false projection of Joe Biden as the winner is based on results in four states that are far from final. Full stop. This is correct. Georgia is headed for a recount. We are confident we will find ballots improperly harvested and where President Trump will ultimately prevail. There were many irregularities in Pennsylvania, including having election officials prevent our voter legal observers from having meaningful access to vote counting locations. Let me stop there and and give you the clarification on this. Right now, the left is saying they had Republicans. They were in there. People are complaining. They're not being allowed to actually look at the counts. They, they want to be near the counters. They're supposed to be a Democrat and Republican as they count the ballots so they can say, hey, wait, 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 no, 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 no. That was Biden. That was Biden. You said it was Trump. That was Biden. They don't have that. They're instructing people to stand like 25 feet away. Many videos have surfaced of people complaining, saying, I am a watcher and they're not letting me see what they're counting. Let's read on. They say, we prevailed in court on our challenge, but were deprived of valuable time and denied the transparency we are entitled to under state law. In Nevada, there appear to be thousands of individuals who improperly cast mail ballots. Finally, the president is on course to win Arizona outright, despite the irresponsible and erroneous calling of the state for Biden by Fox News and the Associated Press. Biden is relying on these states for his phony claim on the White House. But once the election is final, President Trump will be a re- will be reelected. Matt Morgan Trump 2020. Now, the numbers I have seen coming out of Arizona, according to a couple different data uh, analytics, you know, tracking the poll numbers, they're saying Trump is slightly overperforming in the remaining Arizona ballots. And it does seem like he will win in Arizona. We don't know for sure, but Biden is leading in Georgia. Georgia will go to a recount. But if Trump loses Pennsylvania, it is over. Now, The votes being counted in Pennsylvania that put Joe Biden over the mark beating Donald Trump are not ballots that have come in after Election Day. So there is no challenge in that regard. And Democrats likely aren't going to need any additional ballots. However, there are claims from people in videos that ballots arrived after Election Day. And there it is. The official. So so let let me clarify. The official reporting is that all of the ballots that are being counted are from election day or earlier. But there are videos of individuals saying, I watched them bring in ballots. I don't know what you're going to do about that. The right's not going to accept that Joe Biden wins if there are these allegations floating around. And I can respect that. Listen, this is one of the most hotly contested elections in American history. Trump could win through legal claims invalidating certain ballots that were cast fraudulently, which they're trying to do. He could win through lawfare, which would be really, really terrifying. But I'm sure Trump supporters would want that. I just want peace, calm, effective governance. I don't believe we'll get that from Joe Biden. Honestly, I think Donald Trump had many, many serious flaws But I think Donald Trump was doing some of the things that I wanted to see, which is, you know, ending these wars and things like this. Now, there are reports that Donald Trump is going to be firing uh, the head of the FBI, CIA, I guess, Mark Esper, perhaps. (laughs) We will see. I'm uh, I'm actually quite excited about the lame duck session. If Donald Trump ends up losing, do you have any idea what is going to happen? Cassandra Fairbanks, good friend of mine, said she hopes Trump makes it rain pain. (laughs) Okay, I'm not all about that. 
Um, everyone's entitled to their thoughts and opinions. But I would like to see Donald Trump just go all out, pardon Snowden, pardon Assange, do it, Trump. If this really is the end of the Trump era and there was a brief moment, an anti-establishment candidate actually got in and well, now's your chance. You got a couple months. I don't want to see Trump make it rain pain. I want Trump to do things that the American people want, like pardoning nonviolent drug offenders. Trump, start just rubber stamping those 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 pardons. Just start getting these people out of jail for nonviolent drug offenses. Uh, pardon Assange and Snowden and do what you can with, with the remaining time you have left. And then we'll likely see the Biden administration come in, bring in the uh, the plutocracy cabinet, the Citibank and Goldman Sachs. And it's a, a return to normalcy for the American people. That's what they wanted. We just wanted the bankers and the big financial interests to finally be in control again. My special thanks to all the liberals who voted for Joe Biden, part of an administration that saw Citibank officials and others circling the administration. It's great. Wonderful. Listen, my friends, I've been here for four, before. I survived. I prospered. I think the rich are going to get richer. The poor are going to get poorer. And apparently that's what many liberals wanted to see. It's 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 what you could expect, I suppose. I think it's funny when I see so many people saying, you know, if Joe Biden, I said, if 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 Trump secret Trump voters wouldn't speak up for Trump, then they deserve Biden. And these lefties are like, <laughs> they deserve health care and meaningful labor. I'm like, do you think that's what you're going to get? Oh, oh, my, my uh, sweet, naive children. Uh, that is not what's going to happen. And you just don't know because they weren't politically active. I got a lot of friends who don't vote, who didn't vote. And some of them who were like, it's my first time voting. It's like my friend. Do you have any idea what we've been going through tracking this stuff for the past decade? I certainly think it's funny that there are progressives like Occupy Wall Street types that are like, let the establishment back in. We want the Obama administration back. What? <laughs> I find it hilarious. I'm having a good time, everybody. It's for me, it's like we're going back to where we came from. If, if Biden wins, what am I going to be upset about? You know, we had this crazy period of Trump and now things go back to the way they were. And uh, I think the rich will get richer. It'll be the status quo. Rudy Giuliani says at least 21,000 dead people on Pennsylvania voter rolls, 9,212 registrants have been dead for at least five years. At least 1,990 registrants have been dead for at least 10 years and 197 have been dead for at least 20. Okay. Just because they're dead and registered doesn't mean they voted. Just because someone may have tried to vote for them doesn't mean it actually went through. There's videos going around from Flecka's, which I've, I've highlighted and said these should be answered for. The official answer they've given as to why there is a video where you can look up a dead person's information and see they received their vote is that there may be people falsely, incorrectly or fraudulently trying to vote. However, with absentee ballots, they go through them. And if the person is dead because they check, they get rid of that vote. What Giuliani needs to do right now is not say that there are dead people on the voter rolls is to certify that the name on the voter roll was the name of a person whose vote was counted. By all means, do an audit. I will not be happy with a lawfare victory if they jam up these these courts with legal battles and then it goes to House delegations. I'm not going to be a fan of that. Absolutely not, because that's just going to create more chaos and violence. And it's I just we, we, we don't want it. The problem is, I also will not call on Donald Trump to ignore instances of fraud, in which case, ladies and gentlemen, milk toast fence sitter here right for you. 
We don't want chaos. We don't want violence and rioting in the streets. And we don't want fraud in our elections. If you come to me and say there's no meaningful evidence of fraud, I just point you to Veritas, where you have whistleblowers saying there was nefarious dealings with with backdated ballots, in which case the ballots they're claiming in Pennsylvania, when they say they're from the election or before, but you have someone saying, I watched them bring ballots in a day later, it could be on par with what Veritas said. You need to investigate these claims because if Joe Biden wins and we don't, then I have to live with the conservatives saying the election was stolen for four years and I didn't like dealing with that with Russiagate. I am an adult. <laughs> I am a cynical and jaded individual to a certain degree. I spent eight years watching Barack Obama blow up kids in the Middle East. And I watched all the liberals say, we don't care anymore. We all protested war until our guy got in. I'm used to it. I'm used to the political BS. That's why I just don't care. Why? Oh, it's why I didn't vote. I voted this time because Donald Trump was not a part of that mis- mis- establishment machine. And it, because he was he was negotiating peace agreements and bringing our troops back. I want to see Trump rubber stamp a Trump withdrawal. Just do it. Just pardon Snowden, pardon Assange, get it done. Trump is not even out of uh, out of office. And we're already start, starting to see that uh, the corporations, these these special financial interests, they're already uh, twirling their mustaches. We're going back to the days of Obama. The working class in this country are going to go back to suffering. I'll have you know, Occupy Wall Street happened under Obama. 2011, three years. So don't give me that, but George W. Bush economic collapse. It was four years after the economic collapse with a Barack Obama, Joe Biden presidency that we got Occupy Wall Street. Then it was only a few months later, we got Black Lives Matter. That was Obama and Biden, the kids in cages, the expansion of our our footprint in the Middle East, the return of the North African slave trade, Obama, Obama, Biden. Okay, I've been there. I'm not going to cry about it. I say, okay. you know, I find it really (laughs) I find it really funny, though. This guy, Toure, he said, if you're a Trumper, I hope the pain and anxiety you feel now is excruciating. You voted against America and for a cult leader who has no redeeming or admirable qualities. That's absolutely not true. He's a Cretan who cares nothing about this country, and you don't either. You deserve all the pain and more. Here's a response. Oddly enough, I feel fine. I'm laughing, man. I don't think these people realize that we've been involved in politics a lot longer than they are. And most of us, I think, are mature adults. Certainly, I can show you the data suggesting not everybody I am not a diehard Trumper. I'm not going to be wearing a MAGA uh, hat or waving Trump flags all over the place. I only came around at the very last minute because Trump started doing these peace agreements and, and was withdrawing our troops. And I said, all right, all right, fine. But also the rioting was a big factor. Already the rioting is getting worse. I love it. They're like, the rioting is going to end if Biden wins. No, it's not. Black Lives Matter riots started under Barack Obama. I was on the ground in Ferguson. These people have no idea what they're talking about. I love the machine was able to convince people to vote against their own interests by lying to their faces. But it's okay. I've been there before. We'll go back there again. And I'm going to live my life. I did very well under Obama with all the BS that was happening. I'm going to do great. My concern is for this country and for people like you, Toure. But I guess you're a verified high profile Twitter user. So you probably have no, no idea what's going on living in your ivory tower. We can see among those who support Trump, If the other person wins, 31% say they'll be angry. Well, the people who support Biden or lean Biden say uh, 54% will be angry if Trump wins. You see, Trump supporters mostly disappointed. That's it. 
I'm sorry, leftists. You're not going to get videos of people crying and dropping to their knees. I mean, honestly, I think you're going to get you'll get your fill. And, and that's you know, by all means, I will join in the montage making. Once we get to the point where we start seeing, you know, Trump supporters pounding their table, screaming and crying, I'm going to be like, dude, you've got to if, if, if you can't win, you can't win. We've got a month or two, uh, a month and a half or so, maybe two months to actually uh, to start calculating the, the cert- certifying the ballots, going through legal challenges and seeing how this plays out. It's looking more and more like a Joe Biden victory. I personally find it absolutely hilarious. As I've often said, if you've watched my videos, when bad things happen and things don't go your way, what can you do? You cannot control the direction of the wind, but you can adjust your sails. So kick back, put your feet up, crack a beer and have a good old laugh because Trinidad, a shop of pressure, just won the presidency. And now we're all looking forward to great Batacalf care as a human right. I think we are going to have a heckin good time, my friends. Now, I don't know how bad things will get. We had a great economy under Trump. Things were going well in a lot of ways. I think we run the risk of far left identitarianism, seeing a resurgence under Joe Biden. The riots will pro- probably get worse under Joe Biden because they started under Obama. He certainly didn't stop them. I think I, I, I don't trust Joe Biden to do right by the American people. I think he's a guy who's enriched himself and his family off of his, his office. And I think him winning, I got to be honest, they're, they're desperate to stop the Durham investigation. Well, congratulations if they pull it off, I suppose. The criminals will prevail. Glenn Greenwald says, some people who started paying attention to politics only for the first time in 2017 due to fear of Orange Hitler will stop paying attention again with him gone. But others will keep watching and will be shocked to see what Democrats really are and what they really do when in power. Glenn, hitting it out of the park. I look forward to seeing how things play out. Maybe we can use a period of GOP control in the Senate, assuming that's what happens. It may change and a Biden presidency. But I tell you this, the worst case scenario, I suppose, is Democrats taking everything. I'm not going to cry about it. Look, if the Truth and Reconciliation Commissions get launched and they start calling for people to be brought before panels or whatever, I'm going to take my van, I'm going to go down by the river and go fishing and mind my own business. Well, actually, I think if we get to the point where they're gulagging people, then everything's broken down already. And then we're Mad Max style escape from New York. We'll see how it goes. You take it day by day. If Trump loses, I, 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 I wish uh, Trump the best. I wish Joe Biden the best and Kamala Harris. I do not like these people. And I got to be honest, there's a lot of things I don't like about Trump. I just think that under Trump, I'd at least gotten something that I did want, like peace deals. Under Joe Biden, it's going to be awful. But we'll see how it plays out. Maybe Joe Biden is not Barack Obama and we'll get something different. But I tell you what, The people who voted for Biden don't know anything about him. And I know this because I talk to these people. I talk to a lot of people all the time and they don't know what Joe Biden will bring about. And they're not going to care. They're going they're 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 essentially walking in, voting, condemning the rest of us and walking out. Trump is far from perfect. I think we deserve better than both. But you know what? I'll tell you what I'll be really happy for. If the Democrats in the House are now pressured because of the Republican gangs to get rid of Pelosi, I'm just going to kick back and laugh and have a good time. I hope everybody stays safe. I wish for the best and we'll, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what, we'll see how things play out. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash Timcast, my main channel, which is different from this one. Thanks for hanging out. I will see you all then. In my main channel segment, I said it was looking pretty grim for Donald Trump and that his chances were slim that Joe Biden may take a victory, but it's gonna, you know, if Donald Trump's gonna win, it's gonna have to be through the courts. That's still true, but now it's looking a lot better for Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a major story here. This information, uh, it, I don't, I don't know what's going to lead to necessarily, but 
We have this tweet from Robbie Starbuck. One Michigan County clerk caught a glitch in tabulation software. So they hand counted votes and found the glitch caused 6,000 votes to go to Biden and Democrats that were meant for Trump and Republicans. 47 counties use this software. All must check now. I'm going to play for you this clip so you can hear it straight from the clerk. If all this wasn't enough, in Antrim County, ballots were counted for Democrats that were meant for Republicans, causing a 6,000 vote swing against our candidates. The county clerk came forward and said tabulating software glitched and caused a miscalculation of the votes. Since then, we have now discovered that 47 counties use this same software in the same capacity. Antrim County had to hand count all of the ballots, and these counties that use this software need to closely examine their results for similar discrepancies. The people of Michigan deserve a transparent and open process. Right now, Joe Biden is leading Donald Trump by less than 150,000 votes. Do you know what 6,000 times 47 is? Why it's just over 280,000. Not all of these districts are going to have the same discrepancy, but this is massive. Now we need to figure out who made the software, who's using it, and that's it. I'm sorry. This is going to get nuts. Donald Trump needs to file every possible legal claim he can. This is not fraud. You want to talk about voter fraud and say there's no evidence of fraud. Fine. I don't care. Evidence of failure and impropriety. End of story. If this one district swung 6,000 votes, Trump needs only about 138,000 now to win Michigan, let alone any other state. Uh, You know what, man? I believe we need a hard hand count of every single state, the whole thing all over again. It's not going to happen in certain states. Maybe that makes sense. You don't need to do uh, New Jersey and California. Okay, fine. Maybe maybe New York, but New York was closer than we realized. Maybe just the battleground states. This is this is insane. I'm sorry. Uh, I've got a bigger article on this. That's uh, not uh, the information isn't absolutely complete, but they say a mess in Michigan computer glitch program used in 32 counties. We now know it's 47 plus 138,000 sudden votes for Biden. I believe that the votes for Biden they've reported was a glitch. You know what, man? I won't accept that. They said it was a reporting error. I said, okay, at first. Now we're seeing a reporting error was supposed to help Trump. This is basically confirming that these ballots weren't, uh, or at least some of these ballots aren't supposed to be going for Joe Biden. This is bad. This is really bad. I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think Trump should concede. And I think he needs to take this to the court uh, to the best of his abilities. We're looking at uh, to, in, in every possible venue. We're going to see it in Pennsylvania. We got to see it in Nevada. We got to see it in, in Arizona. And um, I think Joe Biden should do similarly. But this is crazy. They say they, they basically give us the same story. The Detroit Free Press reports Antrim County Clerk Cheryl Guy, a Republican who ran unopposed and won a third four year term Tuesday in the strongly GOP county, said results on electronic tapes and a computer card were accurate. But when it but then it appeared the results were somehow scrambled after the cards were transported in sealed bags from township precincts to county offices and downloaded onto a computer. This makes no sense. I'm sorry, man. Electronic tapes and computer cards were accurate. But then after they were transported, 
Could it be swapped out sealed bags? Could it be oopsie? Or could it be a virus, malicious? We need the DOJ. We need a massive investigation now. Move in now. We cannot allow evidence to be destroyed or changed. This better get cleared up. Heaven help us if they don't do something now. The newspaper reported Trump won the county in 2016 with around 62% of the vote, compared with Hillary Clinton, who received around 33%. Trump defeated Clinton by around 4,000 votes. But on Wednesday, county election results showed Democrat Joe Biden leading the president by little more than 3,000 votes, with 98% reporting. Officials did not check the results before they were posted. Later, Guy asked, how could Democrats take over this county? Guy's staff are currently going back over the tapes containing the election results and recounting the numbers manually to make sure they're still make sure they're accurate. Tom McMillan, a former state lawmaker from Oakland County and a member of the State Board of Education, told the Detroit Free Press that in his estimation, both Trump and James could each receive a net gain of 4,000 to 5,000 votes. Other candidates would also be effective, and it goes much broader, potentially stretching to dozens of other counties. I reported early on, we had a story out of Oakland County, which is the Detroit area. They called the race for a Democrat and the Republican there said, I would not call for a recount. They then notified him a glitch meant he was actually winning by a thousand votes. My friends, this is the nightmare scenario. Tenfold, 100 fold. Michigan is falling into chaos. Donald Trump must file suits now. The DOJ better get on this now. So how did this happen? Guy said she's working with a company that keeps the election equipment to find out. It could have also happened due to an unspecified human error. Now, journalists, state officials and others are also questioning if this error has occurred elsewhere. As the red states, Nick Arama pointed out, seems why it happened is just as important as recounting to make sure the problem hasn't been duplicated elsewhere. While it was obvious in Antrim, which flagged the problem, it might not be as obvious elsewhere. Trump, call for a hand recount right now. Joe Gum, a local news anchor with KXXV TV, tweeted about the state's use of the same election source program and how 33 other counties use that potentially compromised program to compile their vote totals. Update. The Antrim County County Clerk's Office in Michigan told me the election program uh, it used, election source, had issued uh, had issues and the office is now reviewing 16,047 total votes. The source I spoke with said she believes 33 other counties use the program. We now know it's 47. Political commentator Dennis Lennox is also questioning the vote totals from other counties that also use the software. Trump did not lose Antrim County in Michigan. It is now confirmed that 32 other counties use the same software as Antrim. This is this is nuts. This is nuts. Meanwhile, another glitch may also be responsible for the 138,339 votes that went to Biden in Michigan early Wednesday morning. The Federalist noted that Biden somehow got all the votes and Trump got none in an overnight vote dump. Even though this error was found and reported by the Federalist Sean Davis after checking the New York Times website, Twitter censored his tweet. The Daily Wire's Matt Walsh also noted the, the vote dump, and Twitter users could neither like nor share the information. The Federalist reported the vote dump was the result of an alleged typo, an extra zero that had been tacked onto Biden's vote total in Shiawassee County, Michigan. The error was only found after Davis and other social media users noted how suspicious the vote totals looked. This is nuts, man. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. This is it. They've got to go through everything now. We are going to see, a, we, we need to see a hard manual vote count of everything now. 
There's not there's not going to be any trust in these elections. Every house race. We've got to recount everything. We've got to recount everything by hand with 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 poll with 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 count with watchers. Check this out. Pennsylvania Democrats ask Supreme Court to wait before taking up ballot deadline extension case. The lawsuit may become irrelevant. Nope, absolutely not. We're going to be going all the way with this. This is really scary. Um, You know, my earlier segment, I was starting to feel like it looks like Trump's winding down. It's starting to feel like it's going to go to Biden. And then, you know, they caught they caught glitches. No evidence of fraud. Don't need it. The software is broken. It's all that matters. The votes were taken from Donald Trump. 47 other counties now being reported. And what other states and counties used this software? Everywhere. I am personally demanding this be investigated now. Not that it's worth that much, but let me tell you. If we do not investigate this and Joe Biden wins, there will be chaos in this country. We, we need to trust our election system. We cannot allow this. Democrats are already trying to stop, you know, these these uh, extension suits that are happening in Pennsylvania, thinking they're going to win. I don't know what's going to happen. But at this point, I can't say um, clearly that Trump's going to lose. I think now we have hard evidence that Trump may be right. Not that there's a conspiracy or anything, but if this software is busted, it's going to be bad. Now, it's possible maybe the software gave something to Biden uh, or took something from Biden. Sure. I don't know. We better get on it. We better get on it now. And Trump's people, you better get on it. Republicans, you better get on it. I'm getting worried, man. I'm getting real worried. Um, we've already seen riots on the left. We've seen protests from the right. The right, of course, hasn't gotten violent or anything like that. But I don't think Joe Biden won. Not right now. I mean, they haven't called it for him, right? The the Democrats are trying to claim he won, but there cannot be a, a victor declared. Michigan is looking crazy. Some people are saying, how could Trump have lost this county? Good question. Could it be? How could Trump have lost Michigan? That's I, I, I didn't expect this. You know why? Because Michigan is the is the state that most of all would have voted for Trump. Something's wrong. Everybody needs to check their vote and make sure it was counted properly. I'm getting freaked out, man. I got a couple more segments coming up in a few minutes, and I'll see you all shortly. In the event that Donald Trump loses, and I don't know what's going to happen, considering we just got that breaking news about the glitches in Michigan, which swung 6,000 votes from Trump to Biden. In the event he loses, you can expect truth and reconciliation. That's what they're calling it. They want lists of all of the people who supported Donald Trump and allowed it. And Ocasio-Cortez, of course, has gone completely nuts. She tweeted, is anyone archiving archiving these Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. I'm sorry, archiving Trump sycophants downplay their complicity. What are you saying, AOC? Why? Michael Simon. Well, he says, yes, we are. He is the CEO of really a Y Combinator company, co-founder of Arena Summit. Former Barack Obama said the Trump accountability project, every administration staffer, campaign staffer, bundler, lawyer who represented them, everyone. James Lindsay, of course, says, F your accountability, you petite tyrants. 
These people are not talking about truth and reconciliation. They're talking about blacklists. We must end Trumpism, those who supported him or or in any way enabled him. And that's what we've already seen. They're now calling for more. I give you the Trump Accountability Project. Now, before I read this, I want to show you many. Uh, I want to tell you many people may be familiar with the uh, uh, Donald Trump watch. This was a website that put a, a pin on the map for everyone who donated to Donald Trump so that you could easily geolocate. You could easily see who around you was a supporter of the president. Why would they need that list? I don't know, but I can only suspect if people like AOC are now calling for this, what do you think these people are going to do with when they have power? First, I imagine there's going to be blacklisting, no jobs, no social media, no financial services. We've already seen that with many people. They have outright blacklisted several people from numerous companies that people need to function in modern society. This, in my opinion, shouldn't be allowed. I'm in favor of regulation. And I'm in favor of guaranteeing people's rights to, pub, uh, to, to, to access public accommodation. Of course, I don't know. It's going to get bad. The Trump Accountability Project. Remember what they did. What did they do? What? What was it? Tell me what was so bad. We must never forget those who helped further the Trump agenda. We should welcome in our fellow Americans with whom we differ politically. But the world should never forget those who, when faced with a decision, chose to put their money, their time, and their reputations behind separating children from their families, encouraging racism and anti-Semitism, and negligently causing unnecessary loss of life and economic devastation from our country's failed response to the COVID-19 pandemic. No, I'll tell you what can't be allowed. This. This is the opposite of actual reconciliation, trying to bring people together and say, we have to now compromise. I mean, after the Civil War, they put up a bunch of statues for the Confederates. That was reconciliation. This is the opposite. This is them trying to inflame tensions and probably in all likelihood spark a major conflict. This site will be a permanent record of those who elected him, individuals who worked for the Trump for the for the Trump for president campaign, Republican National Committee and affiliated PACs in 2016 or 2020. Those who staffed his government, individuals who worked in any role as a political appointee in the Trump administration, those who served him, individuals who were appointed by the president to federal boards, commissions or the judiciary, those who funded him, individuals who donated donated a significant amount, $1,000 or more to the Donald J. Trump for president and related campaign committees in 2016 and 2020, those who supported him individuals and organizations that publicly endorsed either of Donald Trump's campaigns for president in 2016 or 2020, those who represented him, law firms that worked for the worked for the Trump for president campaign or Trump administration officials. And that's about it. I don't think anything like I'm, I'm not entirely convinced this will get off the ground or anyone will care. They certainly do already have a list popping up. I'm not going to click through and show you any names because it's actually quite insane. They say some tools might be unavailable due to heavy traffic in this file. That's right. A lot of people in this Google Doc are starting to create a list, a list of names. Did you donate to Donald Trump? Did you publicly support him? Well, then we must know. Why? For what reason? I wonder. I'm not uh, I'm not comfortable or confident with what these people are doing and what they're planning. Um, this, this does not bode well for this country. 
And I do not believe we should tolerate this. AOC should absolutely be uh, what she's what she's called for and what these people are building should be rejected outright from The Daily Wire. AOC defends left wing messaging amidst caucus turmoil. Realize these are racial resentment attacks. My friends, there was a brief period where today I kind of felt like things were calming down. Now I feel like we're headed towards just absolute chaos. Do you think that Trump supporters are going to sit back as their names get added to lists for some reason? You supported and enabled the president? No. Do you think they're going to sit back when we hear that in Michigan, 47, 48 counties used a software that glitched and gave Joe Biden Donald Trump's votes? No. And I'm increasingly worried that the left is absolutely unhinged. Why, why, why would you do this? I mean, all throughout the day, I've been trying to be reasonable, saying things like, look, if Joe Biden wins, he wins. Things are looking slim for Trump. Republicans and Trump supporters should take the victory. Trump's campaign was, was great for them. And now Biden might win. It's impossible. It's impossible. I can try my hardest and say we have to learn to live with each other. We have to say no to the extremism, the violence. But the left wants it. The left wants more. They're still rioting. Riot declared in Portland. Why? They're winning. These people don't like Joe Biden. AOC doesn't like Joe Biden. They want power and they're fighting to take it. And Joe Biden is weak. He might win. Maybe not. I don't know. Michigan seems like there may be a major upset if they investigate these these glitch claims. They need to have a, a hand recount. Hand recount. I don't know if they will. I wonder if the Supreme Court will side with Trump and say, due to this software error, it nullifies all the counties that use it. and They must hand recount all of these counties. What about other states? Who else used this software? I think it's going to be uh, it's, it's going to be chaos. It's very likely that we reach the deadline for the Electoral College. Joe Biden doesn't get the votes he needs. Trump wins in the House delega- delegation or lawsuit or the absolute worst. Now, I'll tell you what's interesting. They're, they're rioting for sure. Governor Kate Brown activated the use of the, of the state National Guard to help local law enforcement manage the unrest, according to the sheriff's office. Wait, what? Kate Brown now calling in the National Guard? Why didn't she do this six months ago? Ah, I get it. Despotism. Many dictators. My friends, I am not enthused about what's happening. I am not confident in our election process right now. And it looks like these Democrats... It looks like they rejected stopping the riots. For some reason, I don't know why. I don't know what they were doing. Now that the election's over, they come in and actually shut this stuff down. Donald Trump hasn't lost yet. The far left hasn't stopped rioting. Conservatives are still out there protesting. Things are getting crazy, man. You know what I, you know what I look forward to? I look forward to a, a calm country where people are getting back to work, where we've solved uh, you know the problems with COVID, and um, we're not putting people's names on lists. I don't care if you're on the left or the right. I think this is horribly irresponsible for Ocasio Cortez. The Democrats themselves are in chaos. If, if if you saw my my main channel segment, then you know that it's been quite chaotic even on the Democratic side. There's no clear victory for people, and. I don't think the far left is going to stop. I think they've seen the weakness. They've seen their opportunity. 
the uncertainty is a chance for them to move in and and take power. They're going to do it. Trump supporters will be heavily marginalized. You know, it's funny. As Scott Adams said that if the Democrats win, Republicans will be hunted. And everyone, you know, a lot of people rolled their eyes. His fans didn't. And then we saw that a Trump supporter was stalked and then shot in, in Portland. They're going to put together a list of names of anybody who supported the president, literally just saying you supported him, that you're going you're, you're to go on their list. Then what? What's the list for? What do they do with it? This is nuts, man. I feel like the chaos is starting to begin. I don't know what's going to happen uh, on Monday. I think the weekend might see things slow down. I think the weekend will see riots. And then Monday, we'll start seeing the legal battles. I don't think Trump should concede. Not with what we just saw in Michigan. Absolutely not. We need a, a we're, we're going to need a hand recount. No joke. This is this is insane. I think this country is in serious trouble. We don't we, we might not have time for a hand recount. Perhaps when the founding fathers set the deadlines in the Constitution, they didn't realize eventually we'd have hundreds of millions of people and technology trying to help us and that technology could fail. I don't think what the left is proposing bodes well for anybody. And I think it might cause people to panic and get angry. And then some people might start to reject Joe Biden, even if he does win. We'll see how it plays out. I got one more segment coming up in a few minutes. Stick around and I'll see you all shortly. This may be one of the most important victories we have seen so far in the 2020 cycle. The victory of Jeff Van Drew. For those that aren't familiar, Van Drew was a Democrat elected in 2018 in New Jersey's second district, South Jersey. Well, at some point, because of the impeachment process, he decided he would switch to becoming a Republican. He was told that if he didn't support the impeachment of Donald Trump, they would the, the, uh, the Democrats would actually stop him from winning re-election. So he said, OK, he joined the Republican Party. Many people were convinced this was the end for Jeff Van Drew and he would not be able to win as a Republican. Why would the district vote for a moderate Republican when they can get an actual Republican? If a Democrat's going to win, a Democrat's going to win, right? Well, apparently, no. Jeff Van Drew wins. From Fox News, Republican incumbent Jeff Van Drew has won re-election in New Jersey's second congressional district. In a tight race against Democratic challenger Amy Kennedy, Van Drew defeated his opponent by almost 15,400 votes. According to the Fox News decision desk, Van Drew clinched 159,376 votes to Kennedy's 144,005, or 51% to 46% respectively. 80% of the votes have been reported. The vote totals do not include provisional ballots, but Van Drew was enough in the lead that the AP called the race for him as well. Van Drew, a retired dentist, declared victory in uh, Tuesday at a campaign gathering in Sea Isle City, the press of Atlantic City reported. Kennedy, a former school teacher and wife of former Rhode Island Congressman Patrick Kennedy, had to leave the campaign trail on Monday to self-quarantine because she had been in close proximity to someone who tested positive for COVID. Her loss marks the end of the Kennedy political dynasty's 60-year run in Congress. Interesting. According to Town and Country magazine, we deserve a leader who will fight for better paying jobs, for the protections our workers need, for relief for small businesses, and better health care, Kennedy said Tuesday in the Facebook Live broadcast hours after the polls closed. I'm hopeful that South Jersey will get the represent representation it deserves. Thank you all, and we move on. 
The race gained national attention after Van Drew's widely publicized defection from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party in December 2019, when he pledged his undying support to President Trump during a meeting at the White House. I just want to say, I find it very odd. Republicans make gain, make gains in the House. They make gains. Uh, they, they hold their own in the Senate and they lose the presidency. Makes sense, maybe if people voted against Donald Trump and didn't vote for anything else, or if many Republicans just didn't vote, voted for the Republican, didn't vote for president. It's possible that Republicans went in and they said, Jeff Andrew and Republican senator, and I'm not voting for Donald Trump. And thus Donald Trump lost. However, I'm not convinced. I believe our country is too tribal. And thus, when I saw the glitch in uh, Michigan, 47 counties using the software, it sounds like something just isn't right. Now, I'll keep this one to Jeff Andrew, but we'll get to that in a second. The move which earned, in the, which earned him the nickname Switcheroo Van Drew came after Van Drew and two other lawmakers split with his former party on impeaching President Trump. Before Van Drew's first win as a Democrat in 2018, Republicans had held the congressional seat for more than two decades. The Garden State Second Congressional District was a bright spot for President Trump in 2016, where he won by more than 10,000 votes. This is big news, but I wonder if we might actually see another path for a Republican victory in the presidency. The reason why I think, you know, I want to show you these stories first. Jeff Andrew shows us that people reject what the Democrats have become and they reject the impeachment of Donald Trump. They voted for a moderate in 2018. He switched to Republican. They voted him in again. There's a possible path to a Trump victory, one that I personally do not agree with that is being brought up. The Daily Mail reports Republican leader of Pennsylvania's state Senate slaps down demand from Don Jr. to ignore voters and appoint their own pro-Trump electors to the Electoral College. It wasn't so much a demand from Trump Jr., more so a retweet and a demand from Mark Levin. They say Pennsylvania's Senate Majority Leader Jake Corman slapped down a call echoed by Donald Trump Jr. that Republican state legislatures appoint pro-Trump electors to the Electoral College to override the results of the 2020 presidential election. According to WHYY, Philadelphia and Wilmington's NPR affiliate, Corman's spokesperson said the GOP-controlled state legislature would not move to appoint partisan electors, despite President Donald Trump voicing unfounded concerns about voting in Philadelphia, where votes had given Democrat Joe Biden the lead Friday morning. On Thursday, Trump Jr. retweeted conservative talk show host Mark Levin's demand, which was written in all caps because that apparently uh, lets people know that you're, you're yelling or you're serious to put fellow Republicans on the Electoral College, which would then sway the count towards Trump. Here's what he said. Reminder to the Republican state legislatures. You have the final say over the choosing of electors, not any board of election, secretary of state, governor, or even court. You have the final say, Article 2 of the federal constitution. So get ready to do your constitutional duty. My response to this is no. Absolutely not. We would never see the end of it. There would be no swing states. It would be chaos. But I will say, I do like the idea, as I mentioned earlier on, of the states having the, the local elections, having more power in determining the, the federal authority. Too many people ignore who their state legislature is. And perhaps this may be the main issue. Why don't people in Philadelphia care? Some probably do. Most probably don't. 
They then vote for the federal elections where they feel like it matters most, and they ignore the actual impact that local legislation will have on their lives. In which case, maybe we need some kind of return to state authority in some capacity. So that way, they do hold more power. They do. Mark Levin is correct. The state can absolutely say, no, we're the state. We choose the electors. They held an election to determine what the people wanted. They don't have to. I think they should. But let's read more. The tweet was slapped with a Twitter warning label that said some or all of the content shared in this tweet is disputed and might be misleading about an election. That's insane because he's correct. Whether or not you agree with him is different. Trump Jr. sent out a number of tweets Friday expressing dismay that his father was losing in key four swing, uh, in four key swing states, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada and Georgia. Does anyone really believe that Joe Biden shattered Obama's historic 2008 numbers? Does anyone really believe that he did that mostly in big cities? Trump Jr. wrote, come on, man. Trends nationally show that Democrats tend to live in more urban environments while Republicans vote uh, Republican voters in rural, smaller counties. Biden has been able to catch up with Trump's in, in Pennsylvania and Georgia because the outstanding votes were from cities like Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Atlanta and Savannah for months. Trump also warned supporters against using mail-in ballots, suggesting they would be ripe for fraud. That, however, led to most of his supporters' ballots being counted on or directly after Election Day, followed by mail-in ballots getting a count. Those mail-in ballots, even in Republican counties, have still favored Biden, which is strange, to say the least. I mean, seriously. Speaking to Fox News Channel Friday morning about the state of play in Pennsylvania, Corman did not echo allegations of widespread fraud like the president and his son. He complained about poll watchers being kept too far away in Philadelphia and suggested there could be an interesting recount there. I don't have evidence of any misdoing. Let me just stop. Trump needs to stop saying fraud. The issue is not fraud. It's failure. Now, if you have evidence of fraud, please bring it forward. What we saw in Michigan was a computer glitch. That is impropriety and error. It could be fraud. We don't have evidence. And it's unlikely you're going to be able to dig up where these votes came from because the chain of custody has been broken. So fraud will be very difficult to prove. What you can, however, prove is errors. Because of the glitch, we now have hard evidence that an error has occurred in a very serious election. Michigan uses four, uh, 47 counties in Michigan use that software and it needs to be checked. I do not believe the appropriate response would be Republican legislature sending in their own electors. We heard that Democrats may try and do that. I don't think we should do that now. I don't know what's going to happen. I think things are, 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 are going crazy. I, I really do. Uh, check this out. Utah AG Rays claims compromised election process and will support Trump. He tweeted, despite months of predictions about a blue wave, GOP kept the Senate and expanded seats in the House. Biden and his allies know POTUS will win if only verified legal votes are counted. We are making sure that happens, but looks like courts may have to decide that on personal leave time to help prepare and support litigation in several states dealing with compromised election process. My friends, we are far from over. The process will continue. Trump has not lost, and there is very serious claims of, of impropriety and fraud, for sure. No one's going to give this up. But I tell you, I'm not worried about what happens under a Trump presidency. I'm not. I'm not worried about lists. I'm not worried about the far left getting violent because Trump will do something about it. Right now, the Democrats are winning and the far left is still rioting. Why? Why? 
The Democrats aren't going to do anything about it. If Joe Biden does end up winning, the riots will keep happening. I tell you this, Jeff Van Drew was a powerful statement, one of the most important, that regular people in this country are not standing for the far left. We saw the Democrats freak out about it. Maybe this all ends with Biden being the president and the Senate being Republican, Republicans gaining the House. Maybe Nancy Pelosi is ousted as speaker. Or maybe Donald Trump files these legal challenges and ends up winning. Man, I just don't know, but I'll leave it there. Next segment is going to be tomorrow at 10 a.m. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all next time.